What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Sleepy Chuck Nally. Hello. Slightly less sleepy, Josh Barnett. Yo! I'm taking it back. Yeah, because Trey's not here because he is just asleep. And doesn't like games. Or us. Yeah, that's fair. Video games only. Fuck you, Trey. That's how that goes. Rolling on. Show two. Energy's high. Stoked about it. Uh, All right, let's jump right into it. Uh, If you were listening to this first, learn how to read titles. Um, And you should be listening to the other show. Uh, But make sure to check it out for all the Nintendo and Ubisoft and PlayStation conference news. Uh, But... Let's jump right in with Xbox. Um, Xbox, and you can't see this, uh, listeners on the internet, but I'm going to say this with uh, air quotes. Xbox had a leak uh, revealing the uh, Series S um, and prices and all that stuff. Um, Xbox finally just decided to do a controlled leak. That is almost assuredly what happened. It worked out for them, but at least we know... The worst kept secret in gaming is real that there was a second console for Xbox. Um, it is now official. It's called Xbox Series S. Um, they did give us release dates. Um, uh, Xbox will be out on November 10th, um, which I believe is a Tuesday. So it's out two days before uh, the PlayStation 5, which is out on that Thursday. Um, what a fucking week for games. Um, yeah. We know what the uh, S is now, um, and it's a really smart strategy, and it really shows, and even though the random console wars, like, debaters on the internet don't get it, Xbox is doing something totally different going into next-gen. They're not really competing against Sony on consoles. Like, if they randomly outsold them, sure, they'd be they'd fucking love that, but they're not going to, and they're not trying to. Um, they're leaning into games as a service, but also they have a version. The $500 version is the most powerful console out there. It kicks ass. Um, but they know a lot of their people are there for Game Pass, which is how they're making all their fucking money. Um... Because it's basically games Netflix, and they put out a next gen Game Pass machine essentially. Um, the Xbox Series S is only three hundred dollars uh, for, and I mean I get three hundred dollars when I say only three hundred. I know for a lot of people that's a lot of money, um, but it's still a lot cheaper than five hundred dollars. Um, it plays all next gen games. It is true next gen. It's more powerful than anything that's currently out there right now. But it does um, it does carry up the same. Uh, as near the same processing speed, it will carry up the fast load times. It does have ray tracing. Uh, what it is missing is um, it's miss- it's a few teraflops short, uh, slower. Um, the uh, there is no disk drive, um, and it is not 4K. That's the uh, one of the main things. It runs at 1440, um, which is better than 1080 because you know math. Um, but it isn't true. It's like kind of a halfway between it does have 4k upscaling which is fine that's basically what the ps4 pro has been doing um it's more powerful than what we've got right now and it will do next gen things and play all next gen games at the rate it's supposed to it just doesn't have 4k and doesn't run you may not see it run it quite as smooth it won't achieve you can't run like 4k at uh 120 frames per second like you will be able to on xbox um so I think it's a smart strategy. It's a safe way to jump into next gen for people that aren't the hardcore gamers, which is a lot of people that have got Game Pass. It's essentially just a, a next gen Game Pass machine, and I think it was smart as hell. I think it is very smart. It's the only thing I'm personally considering with the next box right now. Um, still don't know if I'll be getting it right away, but um, I think it's it's very smart to give that affordable variation out there for people who maybe. Um, just don't have the money to come out with a $500 system in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and I think it's also a good gateway into, you know, there, there may be some upgrade program in the future, probably I would assume some fashion of that. And I think it's, it's a smart idea just overall. Yeah. And, and um, I think 
with the uh, quote-unquote downscaling as well, they'll be able to crank out a bunch of these. And so they'll be, I'm hoping at least, readily available um, for Christmas time, which if it is true that uh, what we mentioned in the last show, um, you know, PlayStation won't be able to meet as much of the demand as what they will, um, or the supply as much as the demand is, uh, then people are just going to buy stuff. That's what they do. And if the S is available at $300, the same price as a switch, then, you know, they can grab that. Um, also Microsoft has announced that, uh, they are going to do, I don't, I don't remember them saying it for the X, but definitely for the S, you can pay $25 a month um, as like a, a payment plan. For uh, the which, X, it's 35 a month for the X. So both of those are real smart. They're just trying to get consoles out there, like Evan said, so that they can play Game Pass and just get that constant stream of cash, uh, which is incredibly smart by them. Yeah, they're making money like crazy. They they truly don't care if they if PlayStation sells more consoles. I mean, there's a wonderful if if you one of anyone's listening that wants to go in depth about it, and it can be explained far better than I can. Uh, Game Informer actually had an article I think yesterday, the day before it came out, that dives deep into like what, what the two companies are doing, like how the console wars are over because no, they're not competing against each other in the same way that they used to. Like Xbox is doing one thing; they're trying to make money in a completely different way and they want the game's environment they don't care because if you play it on pc you're probably still giving microsoft money um if you buy a console great but they really want your 15 bucks a month and then that'll lead you spending more money because it's been proven a thousand times because microtransactions and all the other stuff you see in the store and all the other shit it's smart as hell and then that leaves room because there is still always going to be room for what sony's doing and there's a big room for it because they're gonna make a shit ton of money from that and that's the focus on the big Single player, cranking out exclusive games, you know, we're about like story driven first player game. You know, they, they're going hard on that and they're going to sell a shit ton of consoles because a lot of the hardcore gamers, and there's millions of them, hundreds of millions, and that's what they want. So um, it's smart by both. Um, PlayStation's done what they've done for a long time and they've done it very well, and Xbox has done what they've done for a long time very well, but they could see this change in tides and they've clearly made. A marketing and business pivot and it's it's smart and they still are going to have partly what sony does too it's just they know that they're not going to catch up in perception or even in the amount of franchises they've got but they're still bought these studios we're going to have big first party games coming uh and if you want if you're that type of gamer but prefer xbox uh like me and chuck are um i play both quite a bit but i do prefer my xbox there's the 500 hundred dollar version which i don't think I mentioned that Series X was revoted 500, um, and it's the literally the most powerful console now. The PS5 it's four, is ain't it? Powerhouse. I'm sorry. It's four, ain't it? Three ninety nine. No, it is. It is five hundred. Oh. Um. Yeah. Series X is five hundred, and the uh, uh, the uh, S is three hundred. It's a two hundred dollar jump. I oh, mean, I'm sorry. Um, oh, but. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it, it's a it's a good strategy, and I like what they're doing. Um, they did announce a couple of things with this, um, along with Game Pass. They partnered with EA Play, so now if you have uh, Game Pass, uh, you automatically are signed up for EA Play at no additional cost, which is a great thing because EA Play's got some cool stuff and cool uh, early access to games and like free versions of a little bit older games. That's awesome because I was never going to pay for just EA access. Um, but True. I am interested in playing some EA games, and now I get to at no extra cost because Game Pass is awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, the, the Series S will not run Xbox One X uh, versions of like the uh, spec Xbox One X games that they like advertise will not run uh, backwards compatibility for those. Uh, that's very easy why those games are all spec'd for 4k um and that doesn't run at 4k uh, um but it will still run technically at a faster loading time with ray tracing and all that stuff uh but 
Uh, it just will not run those particular versions. Uh, and then the other big news is, uh, as of yesterday, uh, xCloud is live. It is streaming, and I really need to get into that. I need to get the proper hardware, but uh, I am fucking, fucking excited to play uh, xCloud uh, at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've um I've played quite a few games on it. Um it really really depends on how um how your uh internet connection is. Um you're, you know, at a hotel or something like that is not nearly as going to be as good as uh you know, if you're at home by yourself uh streaming. So uh, share connection always matters in that regard, but I played, um, God, I played gears five and I played, uh, halo master chief collection and I played sea of thieves. Um, now that, um, 76 is on there. I'd like to be able to play that just to see how it, it works, especially since I wouldn't have like a headset on or anything like that. Uh, even though it would support the headset, that because the uh, you have to have a Bluetooth controller in order to play it properly, and uh, those things are just plug and play, and you can actually run your Bluetooth headset and the Bluetooth controller at the same time uh, if you've got that. So because it both they both connect to your phone, um, so um, it's actually pretty amazing what they can do just streaming it constantly it's pretty awesome i'm pretty stoked we're getting we're revamping like all the computer systems and stuff uh here at the office and when we do uh we're gonna have to get uh tablets for all the managers and i'm gonna get uh a bunch of nice android tablets um and part of that has been orchestrated so i can play uh get a big screen a big mobile screen to play game uh, Xbox. <laughs> yeah, and you can do it through a uh, Surface too. So if you've got a Surface tablet or one of those new Surface phones that flips in half and makes itself a tablet, um, you can use those as well. So those are probably optimized more, to be honest with you, since they're all Microsoft products. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I could just go with them. Big sir, I just basically just want the biggest screen, but that's also still still portable. Yeah, service is good. I like mine. Sweet. Uh, bit of general gaming news. Uh, a couple of trailers and one bit of news. Uh, doesn't really affect us, but big in the gaming world, Ninja is officially back on Twitch uh, exclusively. There's been a lot of thoughts on where he would land as he flirted with both uh, Facebook and YouTube, but he is back on Twitch exclusively. So if you are a fan of old Ninja, he is home now. Uh, sure. and a couple of trailers. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 got a release date, February 11th, and we got a brand new trailer for it with some gameplay. Did you get to watch this? I did. It's a uh, very little nightmare, so I'll play it. Yeah, man. It looks. Does it look more creepy, or am I again just getting more of a pussy as I get older? <laughs> it looked the exact same to me, except your kid is wearing a box on his head instead of a like a trench coat or a raincoat. Right. So I'm more of a pussy, and I, I'm okay with it. It's fine. I'm gonna play this because I know I can't get through those games, but. Uh, uh, I really enjoy what the first game was doing. I just need this one to have a little bit better, little tighter controls and better platforming. It got really frustrating playing that game sometimes. Uh, yeah, some of the man- like the bridges and things you had to walk across that had depth to it all of a sudden, uh, yeah, was just kind of out of nowhere and just a really int- like bad choice uh from developers but everything else about that game was really cool i liked all of it including like the little gnomes you could chase down and all that kind of stuff i I liked it a lot that little hand in the trailer that comes like crawling at you um just freaked me the fuck out i was like oh my god that was terrifying (laughs) uh but yeah i'm actually excited for this so uh yeah february 11th for uh next year 
Uh, a game that was announced a couple E3s ago. I don't know if anyone remembers this game besides me. Uh, Twin Mirror is finally coming out. It's a new Don't Nod game. Uh, it is coming out uh, December 1st, they announced today. No new trailer. Um, and, but sadly for them, uh, I sent them a message to see if they would respond. They did not. Um, they announced it for PS4 and, and Xbox One. So seemingly not next gen after next gen launches. So oh. that sucks. Um, but I'll probably still play that game because I like Don't Nod. Uh, and then finally, uh, Squadrons is probably the next biggest game that's coming out uh, for us. It'll be out here in October. Um, two weeks. Is it two weeks? It's close. It's October 2nd, so it's not that far well, off. Dang it, I needed to be longer out. Um <laughs> Motherfucker, I thought I had like a month. Uh, Wait, what well, game is this? Uh, Squadrons, the new Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's 16 days away. That really fucking sucks, but That's I am not excited two for this weeks. game. Liar! <laughs> well, go back to sleep, old man. You got weird birds. Eight day weeks do you have? <laughs> <laughs> They're not normal looking but fuck you um anyways they put a cinematic trailer uh for like part of the story it's like a prequel trailer it's called uh hunted did any of you guys watch this i watched it today it's really cool it sells me on a game that this game is not unfortunately but i'm super excited for this game so i'm okay with it but if it were actually an imperial tie fighter pilot stranded on a planet on his own after like a battle and like we're some sort of like third person story game like that i'd be super super stoked as well but it was a very effective trailer and i love that it showed the empire side instead of the um rebellion yeah i'm with you i was actually way more stoked watching somebody from the empire um and the because the the rebel who is like weirdly the bad guy in this trailer is like uh, the war is over, imp, and but then he gets dead. Uh, I don't, as I've said many times, I'm not big into Star Wars. I thought this game looked pretty cool when the launch trailer came out, and I saw this, and I get that it's not necessarily even what this game is, but I got fucking hype watching this. I loved this trailer. Yeah, I thought it's pretty fantastic. I'm very very excited for this game in general. Um, because there hoping... is like a sport mode, like that it goes through this. It's like multiplayer story mode, all like Titanfall one. Uh, but I'm okay with it. I kind of want to know what's happening. Yeah, I'm very much ready for like whatever this is is going to be. Um, I'm getting it on PS4. Obviously, I'm trying. I'm going to play it in VR as much as I can. Um, maybe that means I don't get to play with friends, but. Um, I, I'm very excited to get online and play this game in general. And there's the, the actual single-player stuff. Is it not cross-play? No. Well, that sucks, because, yeah, I'm, I've already got it on Xbox. Yeah, unfortunately, cross-play is not universal yet. Now, they, I think they said they were working on it still, potentially, so... Yeah, for some reason, I just thought that they had said this was cross-play. I guess I was wrong. I mean, let me look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm also looking it up. So we're relying on me to talk. I got it. It supports crossplay across all platforms. Oh shit! All right, cool. Fuck you, Josh. We will play with friends. Yeah, Chuck's <laughs> not invited. Fuck you, Chuck. What's <laughs> the weird birds back in your hand? Oh, the birds are always in the hand, sir, and in the bush. Two of them. Oh. Oh God, no! I don't like what just happened. No, that was great. That was great. Yeah. Fuck I you. I have ever. heard. I have heard the bird is the word, though. That's all. Yeah. I have. Uh, no. Larry Legend. No. Family Guy ruined it. And I love no, Family Guy, but like. 80s basketball. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Dennis Johnson. Uh. Yeah, Alex English. Yeah, we can basketball player. Uh, I mean, 
the he was uh, my favorite player uh, of the NBA. Kate was predominantly in the eighties, and that's one Mr. Dominique Wilkins, sir. Oh yeah, the human highlight reel. Fuck, he was all right at basketball. Or you could go off the cuff and go Tennessee and say Bernard King. Allen Houston. He was 90s. Yeah, Allen Houston. Just sneak it back in the 90s basketball talk. He hit that fucking great driving layup against the, uh, what was it, the Heat that one game, and then they ended up not doing anything that year because the Knicks. Man, the Heat, who'd have thought they got as far as they got so far? They might go to the championship. That team's good, man. They just, they gel well. Like, they just, they're hard to play. Fucking Jimmy Butler and Bam and all that. They just play defense and they can all, sh- and they can shoot. It makes it rough. What is the name of the wide receiver that we <laughs> randomly discovered? Something Cash. Keith Cash. Keith Cash. This is not random. Keith Cash is he's, great. He's we looked fucking- at his. Yeah, we looked at his stats and thought he was a Hall of Fame level performer until we realized that was his high school stats. I, I may have it gotten a couple of things college wrong. College and pro stats all combined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a tight end. I thought he was a wide receiver. Uh, he was a jack of all trades because he did. He was just lucky to be in the league. But we glorified Listen, that man for one he night. was money, and he still is. Keith Cash's money. Uh, he played six he was, seasons for the Pittsburgh Steelers and one for the Steelers and five for the, the Chiefs. That's one of that's one of my favorite things we've ever done on the podcast. That's the greatest right, every, hit of the free podcast. What school did he go to? We definitely talked about it. Ohio State. Missouri? The University of Texas. Oh, yeah. The Longhorn. Everything's Boone's bigger new Texas. favorite player. It's a tight end, and it's Texas. Boone does love those tight ends. Why? Yeah, he does. Uh, Is there a reason he's a Texas fan? Who cares? That's fair. I've yeah. given way too much thought to Boone. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about what we're playing. Uh, yeah. I've been busy and bad at planning, so I haven't asked you guys what you're playing, so I've I think I've got it. Um, but I'm selfish, so I'm going to start off with something that I'm playing. Um, I like Don't Nod, as we mentioned a little bit ago. And they also had another game that's come out. Uh, it was episodic. Uh, all episodes are out now because they came out three weeks in a row. It's called Tell Me Why. Um, I've not finished it yet, but I did play the first episode. Um and it is fucking fantastic. I love this game. Yeah. Go um, on. The first two episodes are out. The third one is out like this week, right? It's out. It's already came out. Oh, nice. Um, so tell me why. If you are a fan of the style of Life is Strange, uh, this is the game for you. Because... Life is Strange 2 was pretty good, but it never kind of captured, I thought, what made Life is the original Life is Strange great. Um, this game feels much more like the original Life is Strange as far as the consequences. I feel like the voice acting is better and the dialogue is just all around better. Um, and I feel like there's more real world issues uh, at stake as far as there's a nuance to them, whereas this Life of Strange 2, I felt, was kind of ham-fisted and not as well-written. Um, tell me why uh, it takes place in a uh, in Alaska. Um, it is about two siblings uh, coming back together after eight years. Um, one of them is a, a transgender male uh, now, but they were born as twin sisters. Uh, they're coming back together because uh, when they were young... Um, you kind of flash back to this right at the beginning. Their mom uh, tried to kill them one night, and it may or may not have been because she discovered um, that uh, one of her daughters was trans or gay or whatever. She didn't really know, but she flipped out and tried to kill them. 
and uh, the the trans person ended up killing uh, their mother and went to uh, juvie and is now coming home many years later is now post um, transition surgery. Sorry if I get some of the vernacular wrong. I don't try to be offensive. I just don't know all these terms. Um, And uh, is reuniting with his sister um, and they have to go back to their childhood home um, to sell it uh, and to kind of deal with what is. So it's just a story about coming back together as a family and then also you get into kind of a mystery of uh, why your uh, mother did what she did, what set her off, because you start finding clues that she may have been have known uh, that your main character was trans and uh, that uh, uh, she may have been even trying to find way, ways to support it. Um, but you don't know yet. Um, and then so you kind of go through, and it's a small town in Alaska where it's... Um, a lot of backwoods people uh, that don't understand. So it, it's a nice dialogue on uh, an issue that I, living where I am and growing up the way I did, I don't know a lot about uh, the trans community. And it is, a, I think, a smart and uh, intelligent way uh, that raises some good questions that I found very uh, inward reflecting for me uh, to ask and how I uh, view things. Uh, and plus, it's fun. It's an intriguing story, and it's very heartfelt. And I think that's what uh, uh, I think that's what Don't Nod does well. There's a hook, kind of like in uh, Life is Strange. You had the ability to uh, rewind time in a limited capacity. In this one, you have like uh, the twin ESP. Uh, the Evans have like the touch from Stephen King. You can hear each other's thoughts, and you can influence the way. Uh, uh, influence uh, one of the others during conversations when you're making choices and um, it's also cool because you play as both characters you rotate uh, certain ones and then uh, you'll often hear the story from two different perspectives and you have to, to kind of just decide uh, who would be more biased and who would probably be uh, whose version of the story you actually believe and then your story moves forward in that way and it can dynamically change how your story's told through there. So very don't nod, but uh, in a good way. Um, so I am a big fan of this. I'm pretty excited to play the last two episodes. Nice. I'm, I'm ready to give it a shot as well. I have it downloaded. I just haven't started playing it because a lot of other things, a lot of other games. Yeah, this is, uh, it is on Game Pass. Uh, Chuck, I would say, I don't know if, they, if the style of Life is Strange was for you or not, but I didn't know that the dialogue just drove you fucking crazy. Um, it is not, there are no shock of bras. Uh, there are, it is I much am more. Out! It is way more just straightforward, uh, dialogue, um, <laughs> between two people, not high school kids. So, uh, I, if that's your hang up, it's not an issue. Otherwise the gameplay is fairly similar. Gotcha. But game pass. So there's that. There is that. Speaking of Game Pass, yes, played a little game on there called Double Kick Heroes. Oh shit! You played Double Kick Heroes? It sucks. We can move on. <laughs> I love rhythm games, and I was excited because it's like a metal-based rhythm game where you're driving in the car, playing music, and you're being chased by zombies. But the control scheme of what you're doing and playing is so counterintuitive to the way you would want to play any rhythm game ever and the timing is bad it's a it's not a good game i played like three songs and i was like all right cool i deleted it and i'm never going to go back to it i almost canceled my game pass subscription (laughs) like good lord (laughs) it was just lame that game sucks i really wanted it to be good game pass has some stinkers in it but it's there's a lot of games, man. You got to get through it. Um, yeah, it's true. Also well, coming speaking out. Of, uh, speaking of Game Pass, um, I and uh, the boys played the new Minecraft Dungeons expansion, Creeping Winter, uh, this evening uh, before the before the podcast. Um, so it uh, adds a, a whole new uh, level. Everything's frozen. Um, 
the there are frozen lakes and stuff like that where if you get on it you'll slide um like electrically or sure um it adds a very uh different perspective because if you're running into fight like a whole group of monsters and you try to stop and then you just keep going you'll find yourself surrounded when you really 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 didn't want to um so there's that uh they also added finally a bunch of new vendors so they changed the blacksmith and they changed the um the other vendor that did the items the one that sucks got it um yeah the one that evan always nails uh he's the only person in the world that does um nobody else has ever gotten anything remotely good from that vendor (laughs) so it's all different now um so the blacksmith is able to change items or um that you already had so you go to the blacksmith and if you had like i kept all my uniques um which turned out to be beneficial uh because so mad right now go on (laughs) because i grabbed one of my unique uh freeman um there's another thing too um they also there's a gift vendor where what we've been clamoring for ever since we got this game hey they should let you trade with people in your party you can do that now you can give them gifts it costs you money uh but you can give them gifts so freeman gave me a pair of uh unique uh gloves like fighting gloves the finders bindings no this these are different um but um he gave them to me and then i turned them into the blacksmith and they went from an 88 they upscaled to your level so they went from an 88 power level to 112 but in order for that blacksmith to finish that work you have to complete three levels so i got the 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 gloves and i decided to upgrade you can do three upgrades at once and i decided to upgrade one of my armor sets now does it upgrade to the level that you were at when you went to the blacksmith or when you pick it up i don't know i haven't picked them up yet i'm just wondering like if you happen to level up in that time frame i don't know we'll upgrade to that that's exactly what i wanted this game to have though that makes me mad um and then the uh vendors are different too so now there is a uh village vendor and a unique vendor uh uh so you go up to the village vendor and it'll tell you what you can you have available to buy um and they're not the village vendor is like you know they're powerful but they don't have as many enchantments on it and they're not uniques the unique vendor has the uniques um but of course they're a lot more money uh the more mobs that you defeat the more that you'll have access to other items that you can buy and then there's also a a vendor that sells random things again you can buy them based on how many um mobs that you have defeated there's one that's on there's like 2500 mobs i'm like holy shit um so that all of that was like super cool it also added uh, a bunch of new um armors weapons and uh items that you can get that the last uh junk rumble in the jungle or jungle jam or something uh the last dlc uh didn't have one of them is a uh has there's two of them that has something to do with bees uh, where one of your items um like launches bees at like when you swing it also launches bees that'll attack mobs and then there's an item that you can get that when you use it plants like a stick in the ground with a bee's nest on the top and it just randomly like pulses out swarms of bees that will attack mobs as well so right. there there's a bunch of new things uh that they added on there there's also a uh, daily quest that you can do on each level that will give you a unique chest um uh the uh there's there's new villains uh, of course one of them is god a pain in the ass he's like this guy in a robe that kind of floats around and um 
he spawns these big frozen hands in the air that'll follow you and if it smacks you it does damage but it also stuns you for like five seconds and that could really really mess you up if you are you know in a big group of mobs um let's see the polar bears that'll attack you uh oh the zombies are all frozen and covered with ice but they also throw uh snowballs at you which don't like stun you like your snowballs do when you get the armor that you put snowball on, which is one yeah. of the best power ups. Uh, but it'll slow you down a lot. Like at one point, I was barely moving. I'm like, what's going on? And Trey's like, you're getting pummeled with snowballs. Uh, so it adds a, a whole lot of variety. I, I hope they keep coming out with DLC for this. Um, uh, it remains to be seen, but. For a game that you get to to play for a service that you you're already paying for, it's really, really, really good. I really love that game, way nice. more than I ever thought I would. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, also coming out, uh, the remastered versions of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Yeah. Just fucking dripping in nostalgia. <laughs> this game is perfect. I it's love pretty fucking awesome. I love every second of this game. I didn't know you had gotten it as well. I bought it two days ago, and then it finally got done downloading yesterday, so I played it last night. Nice. Um, I was really happy with how much my brain and hands remembered how to play Tony Hawk. Right? Because uh, I, I never actually played one or two, so this is awesome for me. Um, I started with three, uh, and I played, like, an obscene amount of Tony Hawk 3. Like, more than 99.9% of the people that played Tony Hawk 3. And then I did the same thing with Tony Hawk Underground, the first one. Um, those were, like, my big two, but it's the same it's, it's just more it's so much fun it's perfect the way that they were able to do this because like if you think about the remake of tony hawk one that came out on last gen and then tony hawk five which is what they ended up calling the like new one they made last gen both those games were terrible <clears throat> they yeah. just didn't get the nature of the series didn't feel right this literally feels like i'm playing the same game just with you know updated current graphics and and a lot more in-depth like uh, maneuvers and mechanics. Mechanics was the word I was looking for. Sorry, um, but like it feels exactly like just straight up Tony Hawk one and two. And I played those games so much. And what's insane is like immediately I just remembered so many things. I remembered lines on where to go to be able to pick up skate the entire time. I remembered like where all the five bells were in the school level in the first one, and um, like all of that shit. And it just it works so perfectly i've 100 percented all the levels uh, already um i'm currently working my way through all the individual challenges for the skaters i created a skater and got him perfected out 100 percent. and i'm like going through and getting all the stat points to like get everybody up to perfect max um it's really cool and maybe one of my favorite parts about it is the character models from the first game are the current versions like it, it, yeah, to, yeah. Tony Hawk is 50 year old Tony Hawk. Um, they like actually did the age up for all the players. And then they obviously got new k- skaters in there and let you create your own. But it's just like, it's a weird wind, like random, like nice touch that like, it shows they cared about this game and wanted to make something that fans would actually be happy with. And I, I know a lot of people who are really happy with it. Yeah. I mean, Riley Hawks in this game. Yeah, which is just weird. Was he alive when the first one came out? <laughs> I don't I think it. so. I um, think he was. Uh, but, yeah, I, I got through the creative character, which is surprisingly in-depth from back then, because I'm pretty sure it's like it's just like the old-school creative characters, and I miss them because, the, you know, in some ways they were better. Uh, you don't have to, like, change the nose size and the eyes and everything else. Um, the yeah. The first... The first creative skater was terrible because you only had like three faces to choose from, but uh, they definitely have more options. It's interesting because I don't love any of the faces, but I still chose one that's like decent enough to where I'm like, yeah. all right, that's my skater. 
Yeah, yeah, I went with it. So I created my skater. I 100%ed the warehouse, which is the first level. That's all I've gotten to do so far. But uh, it's also because I went through the training, and then I was in the training for so long because I was just like, oh, God, my hands remember what to do. So I was, like, getting all these challenge rewards in the training thing yeah. because, like, I just already knew what to do. And I was like, I'm going to go get in this half pipe and stop doing crazy tricks. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, here's I'm gonna if I hit this, it's going to do a 900. Yep. And then I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to do a 540 Christ error. And then, yep. And then, oh, revert right off. Go into a manual and then get over to this and uh, do a grind and chain my tree. Yeah. I remember, like, my hands were like, yep, I remember how to do this. And I was like, oh, okay, because I didn't. But, uh, yeah. And then the music is fucking perfect. And it's an easy skip if you don't like a song. Like, in the middle of playing, you just click on the right stick. Um I went with PlayStation because I needed my hands to remember, like I said, and I played <laughs> all the other stuff on, uh, what was it, I guess, PS2 at the time? Um, I think 1 and 2 were 1. Yeah, well, I started on I 3, which I'm, I, 3, what, I didn't own a PS1, so 3 was on PS2, and I think Underground was also on 2. Um, and then I used the D-pad of almost exclusively for this because that's what i used to do no yeah nobody should be trying to do those tricks on a stick you, you can't do it um it's it's like the mortal Kombat style of input where you shouldn't be doing like a quarter circle you should be doing right down up down and to try and do that on a stick is ridiculous i actually have started bruising on my thumb a little bit yeah uh, my head's a little callous today <laughs> i love it though man i love it so much it's one of my favorite games i've played in a very long time Man, it's just so feel good, man. And like now, like I just feel like I can be like, I need to. I don't have time to get into a story right now game, and I've got thirty minutes. I'm gonna go skate, and I needed this. This is my new like trials, and I'm really stoked for it. I I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, I go on my lunch break and I get like five levels completed on a skater with like all the um, stat points because they're in the same locations depending on the type of skater you have, like if it's a street, a vert, or a balance. Um, right. So there's like three different locations the stat points can be, but I'm just like slowly working my way through the 20 plus characters or whatever, and then I'm going to do all the individual challenges. And um, the create a park is really cool. I've only really used it to get trophies. Um, there's a trophy for a 10 million point single trick score. And there is a level called 10 million that you can search out. And it's literally just a circle of infinite grinds. So you just go around and it's um, the like kiss the rail. So all you have to do is hold down the button and it'll just go automatically from rail to rail and you won't ever lose balance or anything. And then you just jump off when you get high enough score. <laughs> That's what I used to do in uh, Tony Hawk 3. There's an airport level and you go around the baggage claim and you can just never stop grinding if you can keep your balance and just keep hitting special grinds after special grind and you could have like a hundred million score. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, this one, you don't even need to do that. You can literally just sit there and hold down the button and it'll go. And basically I got up to 1500 different tricks and then I was like, all right, that's enough and jumped off and got a 10 million point score. There you go. Cheating. Cheating is uh, the way to go. You're damn right it is. Uh, Chuck, Wastelands 3 came out, and you're a fan. I am. Um, this game is like if you took um, any tactics-style game, Gear ta- Gears Tactics recently, Tactics Ogre, Final Fantasy Tactics, any of those, and mashed it with something like Fallout 1 or 2. It's a, uh, a third-person isometric um uh tactic style game uh that's got a ton of uh role play elements in it you can upgrade your armor uh you can create your own characters if you want to um there's hit points and all that kind of stuff um what's really crazy about this game is that you can make sort of innocuous decisions throughout the course of the game um whether it be, you know, a dialogue choice or whether or not to stop and help a, uh, you know, a hungry family on the side of the road that can have massive repercussions, uh, story-wise during the course of the game. So like if you decide to ignore that family, then a, an entire group of 50 villagers may attack you like right after you get done with a fight and you have like no supplies or you help the family 
and all of a sudden, like, you're attacked by a swarm of spider robots that are almost impossible to kill. Like, that, the whole game is littered with them. The biggest problem, which is also probably its greatest benefit for people who don't have other games to play, is that this game is probably at least 50 hours long and has dozens of endings that... Um, yeah, I got that feeling from it. I actually played this a little bit uh, so I could talk about it with you. Um, oh, cool. Um, the Because um, it's not my style of game. I've, I've never been a tactics guy, um, but I wanted to play it just kind of see. It's almost overwhelming. Uh, there is a lot of shit going on, man. I wasn't ready for, like, all the RPG elements. I mean, like, there's some deep stuff. The creative character was like fucking deep i was like i have like this long backstory with all these attributes and all this <laughs> other armor i was like jesus christ yeah. uh it was a lot but it was really cool i did actually really enjoy doing that i spent way too much time doing it uh before i honest to god haven't watched a trailer for this game or anything i was like i have no idea what i'm about to play and it got out of this so that opening cinematic's badass and then i was like oh, okay yeah. what am i doing and then i was like oh it's tactics oh oh my god there is so much stuff i have to do i was like oh my god um once you get so used get to it back. though um it's it's pretty cool um I, i'll give you an example i don't know what you did with that first person um that you came right. across yeah. where uh she was like uh, on her knees and uh there was a mercenary like behind her with a gun to her head and you could like yeah, attack her What'd you do? I fucked up. Evidently, I saved her and I talked the mercenary down. I used I had the kiss ass perk and I talked her down and let her live. And she went and told all her buddies, and then they murdered a whole bunch of people. <laughs> no, no, that's not fucked up because later on, that girl that you saved joins your team, and she's pretty powerful. Okay, yeah, I tried to get her to come with me right now, and she's like, no, I need to rest. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you get a lot of people on your team. You actually get a base that you can fill with dozens of people, and you can take up to six people with you. You can even befriend, like, um, animals and stuff like that. There's a um, – I told you guys this last week uh, off uh, off air, but there's a guy that you can – you can't befriend him. I wish you could because he's hilarious. He speaks with a just a thick Scottish accent, and he thinks he's Scottish because he saw a tape of Braveheart once. Uh, and that's where he gets like his accent and everything. It's just really, really thick um, to where like the subtitles every once in a while have like question marks. <laughs> it's like, we don't know what he said either, but... Um, yeah, there, there's some dark humor in it. Um, I really, really, really like this game. Like, it's sneaky top ten for me so far. I enjoy. I enjoyed what I played uh, for the fact that, like, it's. I don't really love playing those style of games, but if I was going to play one, I enjoyed my time with that. I don't think it's something I'll go back to for much, but I, I did enjoy what I played. Um, I, I enjoyed when I stopped being, like, shocked and overwhelmed by how much choice and like stuff there is i like i thought it was very well put together um but after i started i did look into it i was like this game is long i was like yeah there's no um so yeah anyways yeah i it's a good game i i totally see why it'd be in your top 10 i am looking forward to playing gears tactics i was like i'm gonna try like legit try a tactics game so i've kind of got gears earmarked for that yeah and it's not near i played some of that on pc it's not nearly as involved as this particular game now you can still have different people and bring them different sets of people depending on what your skill set is uh so like i made myself and Kristen. Um, and my guy is like, um, he's a, a melee combat person. He looks huge too. I've made him as tall as I could possibly make him. Oh, well, I is, did the same thing and I made him like jacked. Yeah. He's towering over everybody. It's hilarious. But, uh, especially when I go up to like fight robots and stuff, I'm just like hitting them with a big wrench. <laughs> but, um, and Kristen's a sniper. So I, I made my perks like me. I did like, 
lock picking and uh, kiss ass and stuff like that. And Kristen is um, uh, like uh, fr- like befriending animals and um, mechanics to where she can do extra damage to robots because there's a lot of robots in this game. And um, and then the new people that I get, I can offset. So we don't have any like middle range people. I can get somebody who's really good at shotguns and somebody who's really good at pistols and, you know, bring them with me and offset the stuff that we don't have, which is kind of cool. And then do our specific points, you know, concentrating on those areas. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's a good game, man. Uh, and also available on Game Pass. So if you like what you heard, go download it because Game Pass. Uh, yeah, it's uh, one of their new acquisitions, NXL. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yep, that was the game that they've been working on. Okay, cool. That's cool, though. They've got a good studio, man. That game's really well put together, and it ran smooth as hell. Yeah. Like butter. Uh, but, uh, uh, and then I believe our last game to talk about this week, unless you guys have been playing anything else sneakily. I've got one thing to talk about real quick. Uh, Fallout 76 did, I know we joke about this all the time, but they're constantly doing <laughs> updates. And the, the latest, uh, patch that they did is called One Wasteland, which I think is really cool. It actually scales every villain that you encounter to what your level is. So uh, where I put my base, there was mostly like level, you know, six to ten guys that would run, wander around. Now they're all level 50, but they uh, give you, um, you know, incremental XP, better gear um, than, you know, killing those level five guys. But what's really cool is if I'm playing with Trey and he's a level like 30 maybe, and we go up against a bunch of guys, he's going to be shooting on his screen. He's shooting level 20 people and I'm shooting level 50, but it's kind of the same person. So if he kills them, he gets that amount of experience. Um, So it's, it's, it's very competitive. It's a lot more fun. Um, And, you know, you can like, if Evan decides to hop in with me and he's a level one, He's going to be fighting guys that are going to be reading five, but that same guy is going to look like 50 to me. Um, so it's a lot more um, like an even playing field. It's it's easy for new people to get in and have fun. Nice. Cool. That um, is cool. It's smart. Yeah. As long as we're talking updates, I've uh, jumped in a little bit into the mid-season update for Fall Guys. Okay. I have played Fall Guys in the past couple of days. I haven't played any of the new stuff. I don't know why they would do this to me. I had perfect <laughs> strategies. You know that guy, Josh Barnett? <clears throat> Fuck him. Let's, had let's rail him. Strategies for all the levels. I was going to eventually get my five wins in a row. I was going to get my platinum trophy. I was going to max out on this season. And then they changed like every single game in some fashion. And it's really cool. And I hate it. And I can't, I don't do good at that game anymore. <laughs> like the, um, I, I can't remember which one. The, the, um, it's not the whirly gig, but it's the other one. The one that ends with like the slime wall that you run up with the bumpers that move side to side. That one yeah. opens now, and instead of it being like the run across the, or it is the run across the like cylinders or whatever. When you get on the other side of that, it's not the doors you push. It's a bunch of like little, the little jump showdown like propellers, but it's like smaller versions of that. First time I ran into that, my brain just was like, "Fuck you, stop, stop trying to play. Just you can't do anything. You're gonna get knocked down by this thing over and over again." Uh, Fall ball, their version of Rocket League, now has one of the spinning platforms in the middle of it right where the balls drop. So you can't like camp down there and like hit the balls right as they drop. Um, some of the levels have added what they've called big Yetus, which is a giant hammer, like bigger than the normal ones they have that spins around uh, vertically. And when it hits you, it launches you like halfway across the level. Um, they fucked up with all my strategies and I suck ass at the game again, but it's still really fun, man. I still get just as bad when I play that game. 
I was hoping to not have to learn new strategies until season two came out in like 18 days, but now I guess I'm going to have to, uh, if I want to try and play that game anymore, but it's it, man, that game is like the most pure joy fun you can have in a game this year, aside from Tony Hawk. That's correct. Yeah. I've played both and Tony Hawk is the king of that, but fall guys is really fun. I'm yeah, just too for, for fall guys. I, <laughs> I have fun. I get real mad. That's the thing. I yell so much. I yell at my TV so badly. I've thrown my I've I've actually like hurt my voice before doing it because I hate people in that game so much. Why you try to grab me? We all trying to do the same thing. Just leave me alone. Uh, They also lowered the uh, player requirement limits on some games to make them more frequently come up in like earlier and later rounds. So like I'm seeing a lot more of games that I normally would see in like a final round scenario or like the second to last round that are like the second game that you play now. Okay. That's pretty cool. It, that, those developers seem cool as shit. Like it, the, the support for that game is truly, truly amazing. Yeah. And I also really enjoy their Twitter account. It's funny. Oh man, that guy's great. Whoever runs their social media uh, account. Yeah, he's really funny. Um, all right, uh, last game we're going to talk about um, is Marvel's Avengers. Um, I've been bullish on this game since it was first shown. Uh, Josh was not. Uh, then we played the beta, and I got a little worried, and Josh was more encouraged. But now <laughs> the game's come out, and it turns out that we had never really played anything much of what the game actually was um the uh what the beta was mainly just on rails showing players and you do play that in the main game uh but the campaign just has a whole different feel to it to me um but uh what are you thinking about it so far i think this game's really fun um i think it's bogged down by a lot of stuff that i wish it didn't have um but I am having a blast with it. I can never play more than like one or two missions at a time. The load times are unbearable. The, 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 the playing of that game is, is fun, but not as fun as the story is. I'm more invested in what's happening with Kamala Khan, what's happening with the Avengers getting back together. I've only unlocked Iron Man, um, well, Bruce and Iron Man, as the two Avengers so far. I haven't met up with any of the other ones yet. Um, mainly because I just, I can't, there's so many missions in that game and it's fun, but to get into them and to know like, what power level do I need to be? What is this crazy gear that I need? And like, there's so much shit that game throws at you that it's very difficult to get into. But once you do, it's a ton of fun. I just want to get in there. I want to grind out. I want to do missions and like get cool costumes and, you know, get my whole Avengers team going and shit. And like, I just, I wish that it didn't have five minute load times to get into a level or any of those things and like literally i go to that map and there's like three locations and like five missions in each of them and i don't know which one i'm supposed to be doing right now which ones are optional like it's just not put together so well i just got to a new social area that i don't want to spoil if you haven't gotten there yet but has like even more yeah i think we're like it basically the same spot yeah, like so there's like a third faction vendor for me to now like potentially grind out in and like all that stuff is really cool and it very much reminds me of early destiny, but there's like too much of it, I think, is the problem. But the moment to moment, the gameplay of it, the playing as the Avengers is fun. The story is great. Uh it took me a while to get used to the look of the characters and some of the voices aren't necessarily well, the voices are good, but the way they sync up with like the like lip syncing is bad. Um, yeah, I agree. I actually think the voice acting is really good. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got Nolan North and Troy Baker and, you know, a million other people who are really, really talented. Um, Modoc looks better than I was expecting him to because he doesn't look as ridiculous. He's not 90% head. He's more like 40% head. Well, he gets there. I really hope not. <laughs> but it's does. just fun. I, 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 I I uh, I very much am looking forward to when we finally get a chance to get online and play uh, together because I would love to do some missions for sure. We just have to find a time where we're not super busy. Yeah, I don't know. I've yet to play any of the multiplayer as well, or at least not with that. I actually did leave matchmaking open on and got matched with some people just to see because uh, it is very much 
like a destiny style thing and this game continues to remind me of uh the good parts of uh anthem mm-hmm. uh in the way the just the kind of game works and especially like iron man combat feels very much like anthem uh and that's a good thing to me uh anthem did some things very well just they did all the rest of it real bad iron man's uh, kind of my favorite because <laughs> i put the rockets on him and he's great Dude, Iron Man is badass in this game, and he's easily the best character. Uh, everybody was talking about the Hulk, and I enjoyed the Hulk, but for me, he's third. I like Kamala more than the Hulk, and I like Iron Man, Iron Man the most. Um, evidently, they're... Well, I won't go into that because of spoilers. Um, but uh, <laughs> I love the story of this. It's an awesome comic book story. Um, I'm very much engaged in like playing the actual story, and I love the minute-to-minute gameplay of it. I think it's fun, uh, and all like for reviews, basically everyone loved this campaign, and everyone was blown away, like because no one was expecting this really fun like twelve to fourteen hour campaign. Yeah, uh, that kind of knocks it out of the park. It, it does really fun. Like it, you really feel like a superhero. I thought this was going to be almost. Um, Ultimate Alliance uh, style combat, and which I like Ultimate Alliance, but this is way more involved. Uh, yeah, it turns so, out you were just on the base level versions of the characters when you played that tutorial mission. Yeah, I mean, you unlock a shit ton. Like, it is, like, detailed combat. Like, with Iron Man switching between all three, like, between rockets and lasers and, and repulsors and all that stuff, like, you can yeah. just fucking go to town. Uh, there's strategy to fighting, um... Uh, evidently the in-game stuff is, and like the multiplayer just becomes your stereotypical grind, which I really have no desire to get heavy into. Um, but I do, I am excited to beat this, uh, campaign and then be able to pick up and play some multiplayer as we want to. So I think it'd be really fun just to go play as a bunch of superheroes together. Um, but I don't have much desire to grind. I don't like it that much, but I am excited to finish this campaign and I'm having a blast with it. Wait, way more than I thought it would. Uh, I almost think... There's been a bunch of things about, like, the marketing of this. How They were like, why would you just not show you have this really fun Avengers campaign? I almost wonder if one of us just waits for the other to, like, get caught up to where they are and just play the story missions together. Because you can do that, from my understanding, and, like, might make it more fun to do that instead. Because, like, if we're not going to do, like, the grind afterward and do the multiplayer stuff, like... I don't know. I think that would work. And if we're close enough to where we are, like each other in the game, I think that would be a cool way to do it. Personally, I think it was really, really smart of them to start you and base this game around Kamala Khan. Um, Cause she's just fan. Yeah. Like you start this game on a day, right. Which is, you know, this Avengers party celebration on a helicarrier and like, running around and like imagining what it's like or seeing what it's like for those to be like real life heroes in the world. And like how there are people wearing like Iron Man shirts and like going after the comics and Thor randomly shows up and talks to you. And then so does, you know, Captain America in like a really cool way. Like it, it was just like a really cool, like I was kind of geeking out playing all like the mini games and being on like the little fan thing. I was like, Oh, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Why isn't this convention a real thing on an actual helicarrier with real Thor? Like what the hell? Right. Uh, it was very very smart and like she's a very i didn't think i was gonna like her because ambiguous is stupid but um she's just and a very approachable and likable character in this game for sure kamala's great kamala's a wonderful character she's written really well she's a brian michael bendis creation um she is she's awesome and she i love that she's in this game um and i do like that there's certain aspects of them that don't really fit in as well in the campaign, that'll be more, way more beneficial in multiplayer. Like, she's technically a healer, like, if you're running with a crew. Um, yeah. so they, there's a lot of cool things going on. Uh, the comic book nerd and me, like, flipped out at collecting the comic books because I don't really care about all the power-ups they give you. But, like, I always go and look at the covers and then because they have several that I, I mean, I was an old-school collector, was out for a while, and then, you know, me and Trey had been in since, what, like, 2012? Uh, yeah. Where we have, like, almost every fucking Marvel comic book. And there's a bunch in that timeline. I'm like, I fucking own that book. That's really cool. <laughs> like going back and seeing all this stuff. Uh, I, I love all that shit, man. I, uh, I didn't even know they gave you power ups. 
<laughs> yeah, like you collect sets and stuff like it or like multiple of the same comic, yeah, they totally up your power level. Yeah, I don't even know where they are. I just pick them up and it says resource found comic book and I'm like, "Cool. That's like the fifth different resource of some sort that I found this level." It's like there, there's a little bit too much of that shit. Yeah, I agree. There it's overwhelming. Like it is hard to get. It's very destiny for me in that I was just like there is so much shit going on of like all these specifics I need to grind. I was like, "I just I don't want to get in the grind. I'm just going to play this campaign." Uh and for me, it's worth it for the money just to play that campaign and then you can play multiplayer whenever you want to. So yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, we should play some of those together because it's fun. Cause I played with some rando person once and then I've just been AI ever since because the rando was good until we got to the end and he was Hulk and he just like did his like super j- jump thing and just left. I was like, what? Where are you going? And there's nothing. Awesome. So, yeah, I'd be down. Uh, a lot of people were really fucking worried about that game. I don't think you have to be. Uh, I think it's a really solid ass game, and I think if you just, even if you're just looking for a single player experience, like it's, it's worth it. Like maybe let it get a little bit cheaper if you're only going to play the uh, single player, but it's totally worth it. It's a, it's a fun game. There's a lot of it's a, clearly a crystal dynamic game. Like especially when you're playing some of the more grounded characters. Like I got the feeling of like Laura Croft. Tomb Raider games of like a yeah. little bit of the platform and all that stuff. So, uh, uh, but overall, good job by them. Uh, a game that a lot of people have been shitting on for a while, I think, has kind of been turned. I don't see a lot of people like just shitting on it now. So, agreed. Anything else? Grievances? Corrections? Nope. Rumble no grievances. Good. Uh, all right. Uh, then that'll do it for us, guys. Um, Make sure uh, to stay tuned over the next couple of weeks, uh, as I'm sure more next-gen news is going to come rolling in. Uh, TV is starting back up for a new uh, the meet of the new season. It's going to be weird, though, because COVID, so we're going to keep you up to date on what all's going on with that. There's not a, anywhere near as many new shows as, uh, as normal this time of year. Uh, but also stay tuned for our TV awards here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be recording here in, a, in about two, three weeks for those. Um, comic books. There's a long comic book podcast coming your way sometime in October, folks, and I'm here for it. I'm very excited. Uh, So make a lot of good content coming your way. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.